and we will open the regular meeting of the Calaveras County Planning Commission of July 27th and get started with Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Any staff announcements or agenda changes this morning? None, Madam Chair. Thank you. Then we will open the general public comment period for any member of the public who would like to speak on an item that is not on the agenda today, but is within the subject matter jurisdiction of the Planning Commission. And I doubt anyone in the audience is that person. Is there anybody online? Those are online at this time. Thank you. So we will close the public comment portion. And we have no consent agenda items today, so we will get started with our regular agenda. Item 2023-014, conditional use permit for Mariko Mahacha and Annalinda Sampson. And Maddie, you're up. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Madeline Flandro, Planner 3. Um, I am presenting project number 2023-014, conditional use permit for Mauricio Maecha and Annalinda uh, Simpson. The applicants are requesting approval of a conditional use permit to operate a cigar lounge that serves beer and wine in an existing commercial building and outdoor patios in downtown Murphy's. The structure is located at 419 Main Street and encompasses both APNs 066-002-017 and 006-002-018. The project includes the operation of a cigar lounge that serves beer and wine obtained from outside vendors. The scars will be stored on site in humidors and can be purchased and either smoked on the premises or taken home. Ventilation will be upgraded inside the structure to keep smoke to a minimum. The front and back patios, which are only accessible from entering the structure, will only be open for cigar smoking after 7 p.m. No food will be served or prepared due to cigar smoking. There's no new development proposed with this application. The project proposes a new commercial use in an existing commercial structure and will not include any physical changes to the project site or any ground disturbing activities. Currently, patrons use the shared dirt parking lot to the rear of the subject uh, building, which contains multiple unmarked spaces, in addition to the available on-street parking in front of the business along Main Street. The subject parcels are zoned local commercial C1, and the purpose of the C1 zone is to provide areas for small-scale retail and service businesses that meet the needs of the local community and are located in proximity to residential neighborhoods. The parcels to the north, east, and west of the subject site are also zone C1 and consist of wine tasting rooms, retail shops, and restaurants. To the south lies Murphy's Community Park, which is zone recreational. And there are parcels zoned single-family residential, which lie further to the north along Church Street um, and to the east and west away from the strip of commercial properties along this section of Main Street. 
In 2017, a planning director determined that an establishment that serves beer and wine and is not part of a restaurant requires a conditional use permit to operate in the C1 zone. The current planning director has determined that a cigar lounge being a similar use may also be permitted in the C1 zone with approval of a conditional use permit. The Calaveras County Municipal Code does not currently define or otherwise enumerate um, cigar lounge or smoking lounge. Um, so the purpose of a CUP is to provide the general public with an opportunity to review a proposed land use um, that is generally consistent with the purpose of the base zone district, but has the potential to cause conflicts with neighboring land use and zoning. Since this request doesn't include any new construction, rezoning, or conversion of a single-family residence, the parking code um, of Chapter 1770 doesn't require the installation of any new or additional parking spaces. The CUP provides for discretion in determining if there's adequate parking to service the proposed project. In this specific case, staff determined that the existing parking area in the rear of the building does comply with the historic center land use designation for preserving the historic character and rural country lifestyle of the community. The use will not result in parking requirements exceeding the existing availability of spaces and no other site improvements such as landscaping will be required as the use is confined um, within the existing buildings and um, attached patios with no expansions proposed. The parcel is designated by the County General Plan, as I stated, as Historic Center and is located within the Murphy's Community Plan area. However, there's no um, current community plan policies for Murphy's. But typical uses in the Historic Center land use designation include both commercial and residential uses, public and quasi-public uses, and similar uses in support of the community at a scale and with a design that reflects the surrounding structures and lots. This land use designation identifies a compatible residential and visitor-serving mix of uses that provides and protects the historic core of existing communities. The existing C1 zone of the subject parcel is consistent with the Historic Center land use designation. So as proposed, this project conforms to the general plan and is consistent with the following general plan policies, LU-1.5, which encourages development of existing communities to provide a mix of uses, including a wide range of residential, commercial, visitor-serving, and job-generating uses, helping to maintain an economically viable community, and the LU-5.4, which encourages attraction of new compatible businesses and industry to the county. There are no general plan implementation measures that apply to the review of discretionary projects that are specifically relevant to this project. The application and the notice of intent to adopt a negative declaration were circulated to various local and state agencies, as well as property owners within 300 feet requesting comments relative to the proposal. During the 30-day review period, a memo was received only from the building department um, requiring a permit for any modifications to the air conditioning system, as well as an occupancy inspection um, as part of the business license process. No comments were received from the public during the comment period. However, last night we did receive two comments. I believe one was sent directly to the commissioners. One was um, sent directly to me. Both were in opposition. One was from the business owner next door, Gossamer Sellers, and the other from KCK Collectibles, which is a couple blocks away to the west on Main Street. 
An initial study was completed analyzing project-related impacts to the environment and a negative declaration has been prepared in accordance with the um, California Environmental Quality Act, finding less than significant project-related impacts. The environmental document was available for public review from May 22, 2023 through June 22, 2023. No comments were received um, to the CEQA document, substantiating the findings that the project will have a less than significant impact on the environment. So in conclusion, the project is proposed conforms to the applicable goals and policies of the County General Plan. Subsequent to reviewing the general plan implementation measures that apply to the review of discretionary projects that were none that were found um, specifically to apply to this project. The project is found to be compatible with the surrounding commercial land uses and zoning in the general vicinity, although there were two objections um, received to the approval of the CUP. No new design is being proposed or required to be proposed as part of this application as it's a CUP application to approve a new use within an existing structure. The subject property is adequate in land area to accommodate the proposed use and was found to have safe and adequate access with no site improvements required. This permit um, has been conditioned for the protection of the public health, safety and welfare and a negative declaration revealed that the project will have a less than significant effect on the environment. And the um, applicants are here today if you have specific questions for them. Do we have any questions for staff? You, do you have copies of the opposition? I did not check my email this morning. Me too. And have the applicants received these objections? I had a chance to look at them. Okay. Is this something I can keep? Or? Yeah. Okay. Can that be read out loud? Is that something we can? Uh, sure. Okay. Could you read these into the record, please? Sorry. I think she needs them back, Tim. Sorry. <laughs> then I don't need them. She can give them back to you so you can refer to them. Okay. The first one we received, which was um, sent to the commissioners, um, is from Gary Grant, um, who is the owner of Gossamer Cellars. So it says, concerns over cigar launch proposal at Mineral 419 Main Street Murphy's. My name is Gary Grant. I am the owner of Gossamer Cellars, a wine tasting room located next door to Mineral at 419C Main Street Murphy's. I am writing to voice my concerns over a cigar lounge next door to my tasting room as the cigar smoke will have a negative impact on wine tasting for my customers. First of all, I am upset that this proposal is apparently going through without any input from the local businesses. According to your paperwork, there were no objections to this proposal, yet this is the first I have heard of this proposal. And in talking with the businesses nearby, none of them have received any notifications either. I think, given some notice, there, there would be quite a few objections. The proposal suggests that smoking will be allowed on the front and back patios of Mineral. Unfortunately, cigar smoke will not stay within their designated area and will permeate and waft into my tasting room as well as the other surrounding businesses. The smell of cigar smoke will negatively influence the aromas of the wines while tasting and have an impact on my business. The proposal indicates that smoking will only occur after 7 p.m. My tasting room is often open later than 
7 p.m., especially on Fridays and Saturdays. Additionally, there's the whole health issue around secondary smoke. The areas in and around our tasting room are designed as non-smoking. We do this to protect our customers and ourselves from potential cancer concerns. I ask that the planning department put a hold on this proposal until all concerned businesses can express any concerns or objections. Thank you, Gary Grant, Gossamer Sellers. And the second comment is from uh, Chuck Carey. We are against the approval of conditional use permit 2023-014 to operate a cigar lounge at 419 Main Street Murphy's. Cigar smoke is bad for the human body and we do not want it affecting the air in downtown Murphy's. Besides that, the cigar butts are nasty on the street and present a fire hazard. Thank you, Chuck and Linda Carey from KCK Collectibles at 506 Main Street Murphy's. Could you speak to the, the question of the notice to the business owners? So when we route um, applications, notices of intent, notice of a public hearing, our system sends these notices to the landowners. The landowners, if they are not passing on these notices to the tenants, then the businesses are not being notified. So in this instance, there are multiple businesses being operated on these two parcels. There's Gossamer Cellars next door. Then there's, what is it? Hatcher. Hatcher, thank you. Um, so we don't have the ability to notify the tenants within the structures, which is, which is the issue here. I just want to add, I, I think, I think that no, why don't you give them to give it to the applicants. The notice provisions that exist for different land use approvals in state law, Madeline's correct. It, it says neighboring property owners. So we don't have an ordinance or anything adding additional notices right now. So that's, I think, where this is coming from. So I, I did hear from surrounding businesses yesterday uh, and none of them were aware of it until the business association sent out a link to the county site and I, that's exactly the reason they are all tenants okay are there any other questions well, well we're still with you madeline i i just want to commend you on the uh detail in which you go through these uh, environmental reports that uh, it's very appreciated that how much time and effort you spend on each of these uh, categories. Thank you. It's a constant work in progress, though. <laughs> <laughs> Would the applicant like to speak? Morning. Um, thank you for taking the time to listen to our proposal today. Um, CJ, Mr. Singh, I don't know if you remember, we met last year uh, across the street. Doug introduced us. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, and I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Elliott very briefly earlier this year. Um, be before I go into my little uh, spiel, I guess, here, um, Gossamer, uh, wines, everything that was said is totally true, and I'll address that in my little uh, talk. Um, and then the other company, CN, CNK, CN, 
KCK. KCK, sorry. Um, I believe they're outside of the 300 mm-hmm. foot radius, so in no way should we impact them. Um, I did receive two phone calls from the Airbnb vacation rental. I, I, the name is slipping me. Um, and she was totally for the project. Her only concern was that the apartment above and to the back right of our back patio had a um, cloth awning over it, and she was concerned with smoke gather there. So I went, took a look with her, spoke with her about it, and explained that you know it is a good distance, about 15 feet from the closest that we could get to it, so there shouldn't be any gathering, but to help appease her and help um, uh, just make her feel comfortable with it, I also suggested that on the stairwell leading up to it, that at our cost, we would add some um, privacy lattice so that any smoke wouldn't be able to get under and go up. And she was very happy with that. Um, And then the other call that I received was from the, uh, actually the children's store to the, if you're looking at the shop to the right, um, and they're just concerned about the hours of operation, which I'll also address here with the with the smoke with um, um, during business hours. Um, sorry, I'm very nervous. This is my first time. <laughs> um, cigar lounges are in high demand because basically there's just not a lot of them. They give an alternative to, uh, especially in Murphy's, to uh, men while their wives are out wine tasting. It gives them an alternative to do something else to relax in a nice uh, air-conditioned area, have a cigar with some wine, or we'll be offering some beer as well. Um, Murphy's being a destination spot to visit is a perfect location due to foot traffic, the interest of the community that we've received, <coughs> excuse me, the interest of the community that we've received so far at the um, first um, music in the park, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people, my, my friend invited me up to, to hang out with him, and word had been getting out that we're thinking of opening a cigar lounge. And so many different people, men and women, approached us once they, once they knew who I was um, and said that how much they were looking forward to the new project. Um, I, this is the first negativity we've heard whatsoever. The uh, Gossamer is, the, the building of Gossamer is owned by the same person that owns our building and the children's shop and Hatcher and what's, what's the other one? Gossamer? Lavender Ridge, thank you. Um, um, Mr. Riggs owns those buildings. So, you know, if, if the one person had heard about it, I'm sure I don't know how, how, how they didn't hear about it. But nobody heard about it until they got a notice from the okay. business association, not from the landowner. Okay. Okay. Landowner did not share the information with his other tenants. That's, that's, that, that's what I was told by those tenants. Yeah. I that's obviously don't know that for a fact. Yeah, the Airbnb, like I said, I was in contact with her well over a month and a half ago. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. 
interest of the community, and then also nothing similar in the area. The closest real cigar lounge in the area is Jamestown Stogies. They have a full alcohol license, uh, and they've done they've been a boom for Jamestown. Um, people actually plan vacations around areas that have a cigar lounge, and when they find a good one, they remember it and frequent it more often. This generates repeat business for the lounge, the town, and the community in general. And then, lastly, I want to assure you that we will comply to the state and county laws, as well as common courtesy, to not smoke within 20 feet of any entrance or exit of neighboring businesses during their open hours. Now, if Gossamer is saying that they stay open past 7 p.m., I think it was 7 p.m., um, I have no problem waiting until they close to allow the smoking in the front patio, which they're speaking of. Because our front patio is in front of our shop, but Gossamer has a door right to the left of us. If they're open, we don't allow smoking. I don't, because yes, the, any smoke will affect your taste buds, and wine tasting is a boon for the community. I don't want to detract from anybody's business. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Um, um, but I do think I do think our lounge will be a benefit for something new for Murphy's. I guess that's it. You have any questions for me regarding the filtration, the filter? Oh, I'm sorry. The um, <clears throat> the filters that we're going to have inside um, the lounge are called rabbit air filters. One rabbit air filter will cover up to 815 square feet and can purify 6,500 cubic feet within 30 minutes. Our plan is to have four wall-mounted purifiers and four floor, four floor units as well. Um, because I also want women to feel comfortable coming into the lounge and not having a issue of smoke attacking them. Um, so are they recirculating filters? No, they're a um, charcoal-based filter that uh, multiple layers with HEPA. So but it, do they recirculate the air back into the space or do they exhaust to the outside? They yes, they recirculate the air, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we're doing um, any, any construction to the historical building. On, on that score, um, and appreciating your application, you referred to Robert. Oh, yeah. so looking up. Uh, and would these be the models that are designed to filter smoke particles and reduce odor, odors? Odor deodorize and it uh, um, um, purifies. Thank you. It purifies the smoke odors, yes. So, but it would also filter out the smoke particles. The toxins, yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. And cigars are much different than cigarettes as well. We will not allow cigarette smoking indoors. <laughs> um, and to be honest, people are walking up and down Murphy smoking cigarettes all the time. You know, we, but we don't allow that. We will, we will not allow c cigarettes, vapes, or hookahs in the lounge. Uh, 
Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, okay, sure. Um, so the, the front patio, um, I think that's a big concern for most folks. Um, and, you know, I know you're doing a lot of interior stuff, mm -hmm. which is pretty consistent with most cigar lounges and everything. Um, how, because I've never seen an outdoor cigar lounge. I, I don't think I've seen that concept anywhere locally. Uh, how, how, like, new, is that a pretty new? Uh, so the, the, Lounge that I referenced earlier, and I, I believe I don't reference earlier, Stoney's in Jamestown, they have an outdoor okay. gated area. Okay. Um, and they're in Tuolumne County. Got it. Oh, I'm sure you know that. Uh, they have businesses to the left and across from them mm -hmm. that are within 20 feet. Got it. Um, so far, they have, and I think they've been in business for, I think Phil and Cindy have had that place for seven years. Got it. And the lounge itself has been open for 11 years, I believe. Got it. Um, and they've had no, no issues whatsoever. But regardless, again, out of common courtesy, I don't want to put anybody out. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and how critical is the front patio to your operation of the business? What do you mean? With regards to front and back patios, it will open up after seven. You know, if there was an, if there was concerns and things that came up that wouldn't allow you to use the front patio, only the rear patio and the indoor. I would just ask that we were allowed to use the front patio for drinking, the wine and beer. I mean, I, if we if we if we, if we don't if if we're not allowed to have smoking in the front patio, that's not a game. That's not a deal breaker. Okay. And and is that is that something that we can? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Other than that, I have no questions. Yeah, that's additional. You have another question, Mr. Yes. Um, number one, I think it's admirable to try and bring a variety of business yeah. to, to Murphy's. Thank you. Um, and uh, uh, and I, as, as I said, I really appreciate you bringing up the, the rabbit purifiers. Um, and again, we're going to have the wall mounted and the floor mounted. So yeah. there should be. Yeah. So I, I would have absolutely no problem. If this were a totally indoor uh, cigar lounge, uh, um, the front and the back patios give me pause, um, and that just people walking past who might be going to wine tasting, uh, I think at the hotel basically across the street with the rooms up above, um, it's I think impossible for us to know how the outdoor smoking is going to affect, of course, and even, even in the summertime, the park, uh, people going to the park uh, behind, uh, it's impossible for us to know what the effects of the outdoor smoking will be. Um, I, was, I was hoping to be able to ask you to, uh, for like a six month trial so we could see how it would work, but it turns out that under the law that that uh, we can't give you a, a conditional grant to be reviewed in six months. Oh. Uh, so don't even consider it because <laughs> I can't consider it. Um, but that leaves us with a, with a, a rather unanswerable question as to what the effects uh, would be. The, the back patio is actually quite large. Um, I don't have the I don't have the measurements offhand, but it, it's it's about it's at least a hundred feet deep, 
And behind that is the winery tasting room, but they are just served. Mm -hmm. And they are all cigar smoking with our, <laughs> uh, on, their own, on their own thing, and then they throw the beds over on our, on our side. Um, but regardless, so, so we butt up against them, and then their property is at least 50 feet from the street. So the only concern that with, with, what, you, with what you voiced is the apartment in the upper right where she seems she's given her okay, and then even that's a rental. That's a rental. It's a it's a um, vacation rental. rental. Yeah. Um, she said that she wants to try it out with the modifications that we suggested with the privacy um, lattice. And if that doesn't work, our next step would be to put a, um, um, a, a like a big outdoor fan, not one of the, yeah. you know, one of the slow ones. Oh, or an exhaust hood of some yeah, kind, yeah, like you put over a barbecue. Yeah, pushes it back away from that yeah. location. So we're in, works in, in talks with her. But over so, like I said, they already allow the cigar smoking. And then the parking lot on the, Left is a pretty wide dirt area that mm -hmm. you're parking there. You're not really hanging out, uh, doing anything. Um, there are windows from the adjacent businesses that open into both the front and the back. The back is a much larger area, easier to. Uh, maybe manage it right, and then, and then again with the, with the window situation, we won't there won't be any smoking during their business hours. The other businesses are you now now they don't have an option to open their windows if they don't want to have it inside. Although most of those places are closed in the evening. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 we won't allow until until well after they've closed. Yeah, and then obviously in the early morning we're not going to be smoking. There's no reason to be smoking because we won't be open. Could you explain the provision of beer and wine? Uh, I just I didn't quite understand. It's somehow outside vendors are involved, and and yet your application talks about uh, a six tap beer provision. Oh, uh, what the outside vendors? Are you selling this beer, or is it what's? It's, it's it's you can come in and you can get a bottle of beer, a glass of wine, uh, the. Um, um, the tap system that I want to use is called iPort, and basically what you do is you get a break. Um, the, uh, who's the oyster shop? Oh, uh, it's, it's like the self-contained. It's a self-contained. Yeah. Yeah. The oyster shop right down the road has one, and basically you walk up with it. You have a bracelet. Murphy's, Murphy's Grill. Murphy's Grill. You have a bracelet, and you can tap against it, and it can pour of, I think we're doing six, six different uh, right. beer kegs, a variety of beer. But so, so those beer kegs are on your premises. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. There's a self-contained unit against the wall. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then again, the the bottles of beer, uh, uh, bottle of wine, glass of wine, um, sparkling waters, energy drinks, fruit juices, sodas. Yeah, it's a self-serve 
self-serve. Sorry about that. And it's, it's a pretty modern <laughs> style. Yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing that. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's a uh, it's pretty unique, um, and it's actually a really cool thing to have. Uh, and you know, and again, going back to what Tim said, you know, I think this is something that's unique. We need it in our community, and um, we just have to kind of go through the the hurdles and challenges to figure out what fits yeah. and and how to how to overcome those. But that's unfortunate, as Mr. Maris said, that we can't do a, a trial period on the outside patio yeah. because I'd be totally done yeah. with that. Um, I don't know how how that would work. Yeah, I think it's really unfortunate the the other business owners weren't able to receive the information either. That's I think um, the most common thing I heard from other business owners is simply that they wanted the decision delayed so that they could understand, but that they all the concerns were related to the front patio. Yeah, I, I think the front patio, which, but I, I believe, I mean, I understand, yes. which I think what he's expressed also is that that is not a deal breaker. If the front patio is the hang up, then yeah. it's not a hang up. So I think that the front patio is problematic for a whole lot of reasons. One is it's a very small mm -hmm. state codes, um, modern state codes actually prohibit smoking within 20 or 25 feet, depending on which code you're looking at, of any opening into a building. You cannot achieve that in yeah. that front patio. The back patio, I think you probably could because yeah. there's so much room back mm -hmm. there. Just plus, you don't have the public walking by yeah, exactly. on the street like this far yeah. from the tables. Yeah. And so it for me, that was a stumbling block, and it was a huge stumbling block only because I've been doing all this research on behalf of another client on which ones of these 20, 25 feet different things apply to what kinds of different buildings. Okay. And so it's a it's a messy situation because the state hasn't just come up with one single regulation to, yeah. to tell everybody how to apply this. And part of it is embedded in a building code. Right. So uh, just yeah. a messy situation yeah. all in all. I have a question, though, that's kind of uh, related to that, which is I have to assume that you don't leave your doors and windows open during regular business hours. So in most show. businesses in, in Murphy's will leave their front door or their windows oh, yeah, open today, so. during the day when it's nice outside. Yeah. But obviously that yeah, no, no, when you're trying to filter the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if it, we can just take the front patio off the off the table. It's not a, it's a non non issue. We just allow drink, uh, beer and wine drinking out there. Yeah, I, I have no uh, concerns about the interior space. Yeah, I think you're no taking the reasonable measures and people are choosing to go in or not. So my, my concern is the people who have no choice. And I, I, I totally understand that. And again, with, with the um, concerns of customer, you know, I totally get it. Yeah, those those yeah. winery folks, you know, they're fussy about their taste buds. <laughs> so, so you said there there is exhaust opportunities for the the rear patio for you to move it out of the area. How, how does that? Can you expand on that a little bit? The only um, I'm 
trying to think of her name. I can't think of it. Um, the only investigative research that I had done was for the Got Airbnb. It. Okay. Um, trying to make her happy with 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 us being there. Got it. Because uh, again, I don't want to put anybody out. Yeah. So the first step was the last was the last week, and if that didn't work, my plan was to put some sort of the the, the, the big. Um, Bamboo fans you see at like resorts. Got it. Something like that that slowly turns, is not making any noise because then that won't disturb the tenant, won't disturb our patrons either. Uh, the slowly turns and then pushes any smoke that we may generate back towards us. Got it. But my, our plan also was to not put a table right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have, have some space. You know, the back, the back, Common sense solution. <laughs> the back patio is, is, is big enough that we yeah. can put tables and have 20 feet from the bodega, 20 feet from um, the Airbnb. The children's shop, are, we have like a little walkway alley. There's no way we can get away with that, but you don't, nobody's going to smoke there. Yeah. Um, so they go into the open area, um, and then we're going to cover up our hours and lavender gossamer hatchers meters and our propane tank with um some lattice work as well okay. i mean they're they're, they're self-enclosed but still always i mean they're kind of an eyesore and just says nobody goes they goes do down have and a window that faces the front patio i don't think the back patio though i'm not sure what what their situation is with windows Who, the children's store uh the children's store has one door that uh yeah, my understanding it hasn't been opened in like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I don't think they use that. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. the back patio is, is ours. It's solely mm -hmm. ours. But they have, a, they have a door to it. And with the back patio, apparently you have some research to do as far as where you can have people smoking on the back patio yeah. as far as the 20 foot or 25 foot yeah. margin. But that. That doesn't hamper you in your business decision. You can adjust to that because of the size of the back patio. Right, right, right. exactly. I have a question for yes, the applicant. What is your um, occupancy limit uh, on the property? Um, Monroe Alliance currently has 30, uh, 25 people on the inside. Um, we are going to um, move a There's a, a wall. I get tasting. There's, there's, there's a tasting bar in there that, that we can move to make more room, and that'll open it up to maybe another 10 people. So, so maybe 35 to 30, 30 to 35 people crammed in there. But cigar lounges, you know, you're going to relax. You don't want to. Yeah. So, um, on, a, on an average, how many cigar smokers do you think you're going to have at the same time? He hopes for 35. Yeah, that's, 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 much less foot traffic than we do. Mm -hmm. When I visited there, the most that I've ever seen in there was 12 people. Right. And that's including Phil and, and Cindy. Um, so I would say on average between five and 10 people right. at any given time. I mean, it may, on weekends, Frog Jump Festival, if there's, a, if there's a concert, there may be more. But I would say on average between five and ten people really at any given time. Okay. Because so, cigar smoking is a luxury. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, I, I am not trying to diminish 
the uh, the importance of of um, secondhand smoking, but mm-hmm. when you're only dealing with so many um, smokers at a time, uh, is there a way for you to um, to assess the impact on air quality if I only have two smokers versus I have 20 smokers? Of course, 20 smokers generate more smoke than two smokers sure. would be. So in, in trying to determine uh, what measures need to be taken, especially, you know, smoke, not smoking outside or, mm-hmm. and smoking inside. Mm-hmm. You said you were looking at about maybe a maximum of 10 smokers at a time on, mm-hmm. the, on the best day. Is that, is that, is that uh, it? Preliminary, yeah, I mean, uh, until we actually get into it and see, see the, see the uh, popularity of it. Right. Um, but to answer your question, and also back to Mr. Lattice's question, um, with the filters, we can, they're not a one set and forget it. Right. Uh, we can change it from very low. I, I totally understand. Oh, okay. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm sure there's even sensors that would automatically yeah. Yeah. ratchet them up or down yeah. if, if you decided you needed that. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't want a ton yeah. of smoke. <laughs> I'm going to be with the majority of the time, so I'm going to you know, take, care of, take, take my precautions as well. This is just curiosity. Uh, yeah. These filters, purifier, do you know how they might affect the secondhand smoke danger? If, if, they're, smoking, if they're filtering the particles, does that reduce the secondhand smoke danger? I'm asking you for a medical opinion. <laughs> well, it's funny because... The reason CJ and I met was because I'm, my my former career I was I was a respiratory therapist for 17 years. So, so the so to answer your question, the HEPA filters and the charcoal filtering base that they have, yes, it will it will. That's encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what other job would a respiratory therapist have? Yeah. So you hang out just one moment. Uh, Annette, is there anybody online who wishes to speak? There is no online comment. Great. Thank you. So we've taken care of the public comment portion. (laughs) Would anybody else like to speak about this? You guys have anything you want to add? Okay. (laughs) We won't put you on the spot. Uh, any further questions from you guys to the applicants? I think I think that's it. I think they've answered everything. I think it's. Uh, I'm glad that they were open to the the front patio uh, mm-hmm. discussion because I think that's critical um, in the decision making process, especially uh, to be good neighbors as well, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think our that's probably one of the biggest concerns uh, coming from our business partners in in the county. Okay. And, yeah, I, mean, I, want, I want the neighbors to realize, all right, this is a problem. They fixed it. You know, I don't, I don't want to cause any issues. I want everybody to get along amicably. An admirable and novel approach. So I'm wondering, um, th- there was one other issue which has to do with the description of what kinds of outside activities can take place under our zoning code. Um, And drinking and dining have traditionally been interpreted to be allowed, whereas we don't address the smoking, of course. So Julie, do you have any thoughts on how we handle the back patio issue or if we 
any need to look at that in any particular way. I mean, the, the commission can add conditions mm -hmm. as necessary to mm -hmm. protect the health, safety, and welfare. So, um, so you have a lot of discretion to shape the resolution, the same okay. restricting the one, one thought on that is, I imagine uh, many of the wineries provide opportunities for appetizers and this sort of thing outdoors with their wine tasting. Um, and if we do not impose a condition that no food will be served, um, that might, I, I don't know if, if you know what we're talking about right now. Right? So there's, there's, there's a provision uh, in the Calaveras Code pertaining to C1 zone areas that says all business services and processes except outdoor dining areas, nursery products, produce sales, and Christmas tree lots shall be conducted entirely within a building. So um, if, if we interpreted that liberally and specifically, uh, just beer and wine being consumed uh, and and cigar smoking on the on the back uh, patio would not fall within the performance standard for commercial district. So that's that's what that's what this discussion that, is. About. That's not actually what I'm saying. I'm oh, saying sorry. that we we have as a policy allowed <clears throat> drinking on outside patios with or without food. So we have already kind of made that yeah. decision, but but we haven't talked about smoking ever or cigar use outside. So I don't know how that plays into this discussion of allowing the use outside. And if just by putting some constraints on the distance to the openings on the outdoor patio if I'm not sure that that actually addresses that issue and I think we're looking for a way to well, since make, they are, make it work. They will be serving beer and wine in the place and it will be consumable. But there, there, it's actually further complicated by other things about beer and wine and cigar lounges. So, <laughs> that, that's a... The, um, there's, there's a, I don't know, I don't know if this is what, what you're referencing, there's a state law that says that we cannot, we cannot produce any sort of food because of the smoking, right. which is why in the description we said no food. Well, ah, yeah, okay. we understand. The, um, the wineries that allow wine and cheese, meats, whatever. Um, bodega behind us, I don't know if they do or not, but again, like I said, they only allow cigarette and, and cigar smoking in their, in their thing. The closest one to us that has an outdoor seating area that if they, if they do food and wine, I don't know if they do, is over the children's and the motorcycle shop. I, th I think you're misunderstanding our concern. Our concern is simply that our zoning code does, if we were to interpret it literally, it would not allow 
that activity outside period. Okay, okay, okay. So we're looking for how much room do we have to allow that, to interpret it to say, well, it's similar to, right? Is mm -hmm. that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, there, people can argue about yes. what, what interpretations go too far and which don't. Um, it is true that for a long time, the commission mm -hmm. has been interpreting that provision liberally. We can also change our zoning code to re change the language of that section. But I mean, it's a judgment call that the commission makes when it comes to interpreting a statute, whether mm -hmm. there's room to to wiggle there. Well, well I think there's already been a, a somewhat of an interpretation previously for the previous smoking lounge to say that it was similar to wine tasting, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, so we could extrapolate from mm -hmm. that. It seems to me that if if we have already extrapolated that the that the conditional use permit is available for a cigar lounge, uh, and we've taken that from Beer and wine tasting. <laughs> uh, just... Then we can we can draw the parallel of uh, that same parallel between beer and wine tasting, and uh, and cigars uh, to permit cigar smoking outside. Yeah, Madam Chair, I, I think if um, if 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 the planning commission is looking for some kind of a um, a, a protection or a guidance. Perhaps we can tie it into the type of alcohol beverage license that the property owner has. So uh, whether or not it restricts the combination of smoking with their license or not. And, and, and so I think that might provide us with the cover that we need if we're making this liberal interpretation of what that section actually means. So if they're prohibited, based on the type of ABC license that they have, well, a combination of smoking and alcohol, then uh, it, it's kind of a moot point because ABC would actually do the enforcement for I, it. I understand that. I'm looking at with regards only internally to our yes. own yes. I, I, making I, yeah. a decision that mm -hmm. is consistent with our own current mm -hmm. zoning. And, and perhaps since we're in the midst of uh, you know zoning code update, these are some of the items we can actually address in it so that when we have something like this in the future, it becomes really clear as to what uh, what the rights and options that, that the board has and that we can extend to an applicant. So I, I think um, the similar in nature might be where we hang our hat. Okay, you can go ahead and sit down. We're okay. going to close this portion. Thank you very much for your time. Commission for discussion. Thank you for answering all our questions. Uh, Madam Chair, I would like to address the notification concerns and, and perhaps provide a solution uh, because as it's been enumerated by, um, uh, by um, Ms. Flandreau and, 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 and County Council, uh, we send notices out to property owners. Uh, my suggestion, if you agree to this, is when we have applicants within the downtown Murphy's business area, can we send notices to the business association as 
uh, as a means of kind of dispensing that information out to the rest of the businesses so that we don't get to a place like today and we're getting comments last night about an item that is on the agenda the following day. Had we received uh, these kind of comments, you know, two weeks, three weeks out, we would have had some contingencies available. So um, we can send a, uh, in the future, with your consent, we can have a process whereby if if the activity lies within the Murphy's Downtown Business District, we send a notice to the Murphy's Downtown Business Association, and then they can spread the word to the businesses out there. Well, I actually um, have been thinking on this, and I think we should speak about that when we're done with this item okay. about maybe a policy, but it sh I think it shouldn't just apply to Murphy's. Yeah, it wouldn't it be, be to yeah. any yeah. township right. that has a business association. association or a community club right. yeah. or someone who we, could we, send information out absolutely. easily. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. The Chamber of Commerce. I mean, the Chamber of yeah, Commerce exactly. has a huge mailing list, and if you were to connect with them, yeah. that would be a great way to notify. Well, I mean, it's, it's one thing if we notify them. It's another thing if they actually spread that information to the rest yeah. of the yeah. So it seems right. like Murphy's Downtown Business Association does that. I'm not sure about other business associations, if they would do that or not. Yeah, most, most of them are not as proactive. Yeah. But, there, some of, but there are other communities right. with business associations, and that would be a way to do it. But we, mm -hmm. we don't want to take away from our discussion of let's talk about the maybe the resolution and what sort of conditions we want to consider so, I mean, here. I the first one for just to start off right out the back is the front patio yeah um you know i think we've had a pretty liberal understanding from the applicant as well as us uh we all had the concerns when we were reading this when we walked in about the front patio mm -hmm. um and i think that needs to be taking off um, and then my other other concern is the time. It says after 7 p.m. The applicant did discuss that it would have to be after hours of all the other businesses in the area. So I don't know how you guys want to go about that. Yeah, so I, that's a tricky one because if the business next door changes, its hours could be different. I do think with removing the front patio, much of that concern goes away and maybe we could set a time of so th there's a discrepancy between the report and the application i think one says 1700 and one says 7 p.m and i think the 7 p.m one is a more comfortable this is what i'd suggest is that we have planning department conditions uh 2-1 would be and i'll give this to you no smoking shall be allowed in the front patio uh, 2-2 would be smoking shall be allowed in the backyard beer garden only after 7 p.m. And 2-3, inside the main structure, applicants shall use purifiers that are designed to filter smoke particles and reduce odors. Um, and that, that, the reason for condition 2-3 is really not for so much for concern for the people inside, but that there isn't going to be a bunch of stuff ventilated to the outside. That was my concern. Those those were the conditions that I was going to suggest. I, just one moment. Let us finish, and we'll. 
I would like to add to I, what I think you, was 2-2 for yeah. you, uh -huh. some clearances to openings in the buildings for even the back patio, just because there's state law regarding this issue, so. Well, I think, we, don't we already have a condition that all state law? Yes, but, but it was completely <laughs> missed in this discussion until today. And right. so I think well, that there is nobody whose job it is to go around and do that. So just that there's no smoking within 20, 20 feet of an opening Oh. into any building. Oh. Well, I thought it was within the 20 feet of the boundary of the... No, no, 20 feet of an opening that would allow smoke to enter a building. So, so it's far. 25 feet to playgrounds. It's 25 feet. It, it, I don't care which number we use. They're different in different places. I'm not worried about a playground. It, playground's plenty far away. Um, there's some. Uh, I think to be safe, we should go with a 25. Yeah, it might uh, as well. Because if we put 20 and then there's an issue. And then it changes and again. And it changes it again. And I, yeah. I suspect it might all move to 25. In the yeah, so it's certainly sales to 25. Yeah, I'd rather be. So it, is that something you can live with? So if we said no smoking shall be allowed within 25 feet of the opening of any adjoining business? Of any opening into any building. Any, any business. It, I would say no. perhaps excluding their own business. Well, that's what I'm, yeah. yeah. Well, what, what do you want to say? 25 feet from any opening into a building with the exception of the, the business itself. itself. Itself, yeah. How about into any other building? Because it might all be the business is not going to be in the it's same. It's because these are all one oh. building and how about the word adjacent? It, well, the thing, the thing it, with adjacent is then you have. Yeah. I don't because adjacent is adjacent. <laughs> it's easier to say. Any, bu any building into yeah. any building, but then exclude opening into your own applicants Excluded. own premises yeah. Yeah. I, I believe gossamer is technically within the same structure mm -hmm. as this and exactly joining exactly okay. it's a messy little area of town okay. i think we're trying to look ahead yeah for when this comes up next time that maybe we've so I have, a, I have a question. Try try this, <laughs> and then and, and any suggestions. No outdoor smoking shall be allowed within 25 feet of the opening into any building other than applicant's business. Yeah. Okay. Can you repeat that one more time? Sure. And shall we have that as a, as a separate condition? I, it, that's fine with me. I don't care okay, how so we that, number them. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Try this. I don't think you guys care. Yeah. Uh, so, 2-1 uh, is no smoking shall be allowed in the front patio. That one's easy. <laughs> and thank you, because that, personally, that made all the difference in my decision. 2-2, um, mm -hmm. smoking shall be allowed in the backyard slant beer garden 
only after seven o'clock p.m. I don't think we should call it a beer garden. Yeah. Oh, that's what they were calling it. Yeah, but it's beer and wine, right? And yeah, it's an open space. Yeah. Backyard. Space. Backyard. Just backyard. Patio. Patio. Yeah, patio. Backyard party. Backyard patio. It's, it's kind of a deck. Yeah. <laughs> so backyard space. Backyard space. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, <laughs> you, you got that one down. <laughs> um, then two days three would be no outdoor smoking shall be allowed within 25 feet of the opening into any building other than applicants with an S apostrophe business. And that's during business hours, correct? Is there, is there any openings He's in the He's got a separate one okay. for the 7. Okay, yeah. Well, the 7 p.m. was already in, in two days, two. Um, and then 2-4 is inside the main structure. Applicants shall use air purifiers. that are designed to filter smoke particles and reduce odors. I have one more little tweak yeah. Um, yeah. that has to do with the front patio and uh -huh. that um, no doors or windows from the smoking lounge will be open during the, the to one, that patio. How about any, anywhere? Over, over, over. Well, to either back patio. The back patio. Well, that's it's, their it's, decision. It's I mean, back. yeah, obviously, obviously, you have to be able to, but you won't leave them open. Yeah, we'll have the, the self-closing inch so that you know, somebody yeah. walks out and close. Right. So, so what do you want? <laughs> A separate condition, so maybe, that, for this? That doors exactly. and windows will not be open onto the. Uh, uh, any space other than the back patio, back space. Well, okay. shall remain open. Obviously, you have to open it and to go in and out. Sure. That they won't be left open. Yeah. No doors yeah, or windows of the smoking room shall out. remain open. Yeah. Remain sounds good. Yeah. That doors will remain closed when not in use to the front patio. Or that's not even no, right because it uses the use I, of the I, patio. I think I think the, we should we should change it to doors and doors will only be open when entering and exiting. Yeah, instead, exactly. instead of, let's, let's switch, yes, let's switch exactly. it around to good, good. It can be only be open at a certain time versus right. We have, yeah. we, have to give, we have to give Madeline yeah the language. Okay, okay so, go so, CJ. Let's see. Let me think of this. I got to act smart now. Entry and exit points uh, to remain. No, to. I got to think of this. At the end of the day, what we're trying to say is the only time that it opens and closes upon entry and exit of, of the facilities. Well, and also that the windows are going to remain closed except those. Yeah, that, that's, that's a. 
the other the windows mostly the, just doors to the front. Yeah, the so windows like, windows will be remain shut no matter what. That's they're not going to open at any given time. How about well, that there'll be self closers on yeah. all doors well, like opening yeah. to the yeah. the front and patio entry and patio areas. There you go. Of the front patio. <laughs> So well, it probably applies everywhere. Yeah, I'd say everywhere. Okay. Yeah, because inside you're keeping it pure. So, yeah, so the applicant will install self-closers on all doors. No, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> That's okay with you. So no, doors or, so no doors or windows of the smoking lounge shall remain open. All doors shall have self-closing mechanisms no. to the front and back You're patios. Right. Deleting. Deleting the first. Except yeah. all doors will be equipped with self-close. All doors to the exterior patios will be. All doors. Or all doors. Well, not interior doors. All well, exterior, exterior doors will exterior. be equipped with self-closers. What about the windows? What about the... The we should just have a line that says no doors are closed anyway. Yeah, they're just kidding. Is there is there something that says that though? We should have. That a was what we were originally saying. No doors or windows of the smoking lounge shall remain open. So I'm trying to understand. Yeah. We're replacing uh, it now. I get what she's saying though, because now we're just talking about door closures. Right, exactly. Yeah. So then we could say, and all operable windows will remain closed during business hours. During all hours. Yeah, during smoking hours. Sure, there's better wording if we were. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to get our point across. The nice thing is we're dealing with an agreeable applicant. Yes. <laughs> uh, Madeline, just for the good of the order, could you read back uh, two dash one through two dash four so yeah. that everybody's on the same page? I think, yes. there's a, there's, I think we're up to five now. Oh, two yeah. five. <laughs> Whatever it is you have crafted. Right. Okay. So I'm creating a new section under um, conditions. Under the general conditions, there will now be a section two for planning conditions. Can could you turn your mic on? I think it's off. It's on. Sorry. It is. Yeah. I speak I louder. Oh, so condition 2-1, no smoking shall be permitted on the front patio. Condition 2-2, all doors shall have self-closing mechanisms to the front and back patios and all windows shall remain closed during smoking hours. Condition 2-3, smoking shall be allowed in the backyard patio only after 7 p.m. Condition 2-4, no outdoor smoking shall be allowed within 25 feet of the opening into any building other than the applicant's business. And condition 2-5, inside the main structure, applicants shall be required to use air purifiers that are designed to filter smoke particles and reduce odors. Got that? Well done. Great job. Now we're going to ask the applicant if he has any problems. Do you, you folks have any problems with those? So that we can yeah, record on, your comments, you have to speak into the microphone. Sorry. Um, what was I? To put your minds at ease, um, uh, I will work with Gossamer 
And as long as they give me a schedule, if they're going to be open past seven o'clock, then we'll work with them and around the hours. That's fine. We'll you, you for the outside. Outside. write yeah. that in, but we appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what was Everson? He said even even for the outside patio, you'll work. For the outside patio. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the, for the back patio. Yeah. 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 The back, back patio. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Is there anything else, or are we ready for the recommendation? No other edits to the resolution, Commissioner Reddish? Why are you going to say I'm the resolution at this point? Why are you going to say I'm the Most of the other things in here, I think. Um, I think um, since we had since the resolutions read, I think maybe we had a reference to the public in the whereas, mm -hmm. uh, the last whereas. And I'm just uh, trying to see if there's anything in the description here that Actually, I think I think we're I don't see any change to me either, but I'm skimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the only correction I had was that you had singular Patio, but you were just foreseeing them. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think that's fine. I'm okay, ready for a motion. Yes, um, the only thing is, I think there's not no way that it could be confused that we're trying to preclude them from allowing drinking on the front patio anywhere in here, right? I don't see where. We're not trying to do that. Well, that's all that. Maybe we should have. But yeah, what I, was I think, that wording? Of I think we, we probably under under number three under the evidence we should have a, a patios uh, second line of the evidence because we're just talking about the proposed use be confined within the existing retail building and patios located. Okay. Well, I, I just want to make sure that when we, what did, what was the wording for no, did we just said no smoking on the front patio, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. Right. Great. Yeah. So with that one, you came so close, you know, but but for one, yes, a horse was lost, et cetera. <laughs> okay. Read to us. Okay. Ready for my recommendation? Yes. yes. Staff recommends the Planning Commission adopt the negative declaration and approve Planning Commission Resolution as amended 2023-010, approving conditional use permit 2023-014 based on the findings and conditions therein. Move and second. A motion? <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, I'll, I'll make the motion to approve. I've seconded. Motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion passes three zero two to absent commissioners. 
This decision is um, final unless appealed to the Board of Supervisors within 15 calendar days. Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah, I um, yeah, came in with great concerns about the front patio. Yeah. And that Congratulations, yeah. you're yeah. on to the next step. You really made all the difference. <laughs> yeah, that front patio is, yeah, that was my biggest concern walking into here. Yeah. Yeah. That was yours, but it's dead. Yeah. And? Not for a while, and then it dried up again. That, that, Doug, where do you think you're going? We have a couple things left to do. <laughs> no, it feels like we're done. Oh, yeah, sorry. We have no informational items. Are there any commissioner reports you don't want to leave before this? <laughs> I just, well, I'm just curious. We will have the meeting concerning greenhouse gases next August the 10th. August 10th. And when, uh, we, when we have, hopefully, have five commissioners. Yeah. I thought we uh, knew I, that I thought, on that yeah, day we would only have four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I would be absolutely about that. Yeah. But not three, we have four. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here today. <laughs> no, I'm glad. Yeah, 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 thank no you, everybody. And we are now adjourned at maybe 10, 12. Yeah. Depends which clock you like. 10, 11. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> yeah.